Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This week on Up to 90, we talk Princess Diana. And it seemed to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind. Wasn't it quite empty for Elton John um, that he just had to update those lyrics when the buddy died and he had another hit single on his hands? Now, I did look into it though. I don't like your tone there. Because that's the only time he performed it live. Okay, okay. But it was number one, like, forever. Wasn't it? All the proceeds went to charity, obviously. Went to all her fucking charities. One of those. Have you seen Elton in the Snickers ad? Yeah, I mean... Do you know what I started to doubt? It's a bit too much. Hi, I'm a diva. Um, I started to lose faith in Oprah when she oh. interviewed Elton John yeah. and his partner at the time, but of course they've since married, but he, what's his part? what's his husband's David. name? David. Um, but Oprah interviewed him and they had, it was, do you remember that Tantrums and Tiaras, that Elton John documentary? Oh yeah, yeah. And Oprah was like, what does it feel like to lose your temper? And Elton was like, what do you mean? What does it feel like to lose your temper? I mean, you've obviously lost your temper. She's like, no, I really haven't. I've never had a tantrum. And everyone's like, Shh. even the audience were like, shut the fuck up, Oprah. Come what? on. So, like, you've never, like, just stubbed your toe on a fucking step. and gone, For fuck's sake. You've never said, for fuck's sake, Fred. It's clean plastic in the recycling. Up to 90. Up to. 20% Love of you, what baby. I say during a day is like, for fuck's sake, for fuck's sake. I, yeah, I do feel, because actually last night I did, um, Fred had a gig with the Hardy Books mm. last night for charity. It's not just Elton John doing the charity, okay? We're it's real people in, like yeah. Fred Cook. Um, and Saturday night charity gigs, you see, we are good people. We Saturday gave out about it previously, but... I can't believe you didn't go for Wakefield there. That was your in. No, I just decided to keep people guessing and not make the obvious choices. Yeah, yeah, because people kind of know my repertoire at this stage, and um, I'm available for 
communions, confirmations, christenings. Speaking of confirm- confirmations. Yeah, how much do you give these days? Oh, that's You're all dressed up. It's either funeral or confirmation. No. I'll tell you what the issue is. I've no clothes. My clothes, I need sorting out. I haven't been washing them, haven't been folding. I just don't know what's going on. Just but turning I, those knickers inside yeah, out. Inside, but I knew I had tights. I was like, well, I whack this fucking regalia on. But it's I'm doing double wool. I mean, it's fucking stupid. And it's nice It's warm, warm, Emma. I'm wearing a pump. So this is going to be... Thanks for asking. <laughs> this is going to be a disastrous day. Uh, what was I going to yeah, say? How much do you pop in the old combo card? I still... Do you know what? I have a wedding card. This is mm. terrible. I have a wedding card in that back seat, which I'm posting today. And I went to this wedding mm. in November. Yeah. I kept forgetting to post the card with the moolah. Why didn't you just bring them in? Well, it's the perennial question. I forget what was going on. We had two weddings in 24 hours. Okay. Um, so I had one card and the money. And then this wedding was in the country and we went to two ATMs and they, neither were working. And I just said, look, this is a sign from the universe. So how much I'm you sending this money card? in 2019. Well, this is the perennial question, mm-hmm. isn't it? I would generally put, if it's two of us, I'd put 150. Yeah. But I had this conversation with my Muff on the Move WhatsApp group uh, a few months ago, and they were all saying, bar, I would say bar none, they were all saying 200 is what they put in between yeah. two people. I think it's moved up now. But I just think, hey, look, I think 200 euros is too much money. But like, to be honest, I don't mind whacking in 150 because I'm not going to get you back. I'm not going to get married. And if I do, I'm not going well, to expect see, all that Well, you see, that's my attitude so. as well. Like, because we've, well, we're kind I of the same page with this. I children. I haven't done, so I just like, look, you I'm see, not going to hit you back. see, we're on the same page with this that like, I would never, in, I would never have the big white wedding. Like, that's just not me. Mm. And, you know, actually, interesting, even my parents, like I was discussing with mom, I think we're all at the stage now where we've all been to so many of these weddings. You're like, even my mother, who has one daughter, even she is like, I just wouldn't be bothered. You know what I mean? Mm. She's like, just go on holidays, come back, tell us you're married. It's it's Let's just insane. Yeah. Like you can think, you know, you think you're reinventing the wheel, but like a chocolate fountain, we've done it. A photo booth, we've done it. I know, we've done it all now at this stage. Do you know, seriously, it's just so like fucking a pick and mix. We've done it. I mean, if I, I say... Shifted the groomsmen, <laughs> we've done it. Say if I say if I got shifted to a wedding. the father of the bride. We've done it, <laughs> okay. But no, I have the same. Look, I'm not being a tight arse. But my thing is, is my thing is, is that as long as I have covered myself, as long mm. as my presence has not cost you money. Yeah, yeah. That is that's how I look at it, Emma. That like yeah, I just yeah. think so. Like as long as I know, look, myself and Fred attended, we had our meal, factor in the meal, the pick and mix, you know, uh right in the father oh, I the do. bride. I like do once you've factored in all that, oh well I mean told. you do stuff that handbag, that I clutch do, bag. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well that's why you bring backpacks to weddings. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, I'm but stacking no up gonna, the no bread gonna, rolls, no the kids' see. lunches for the week. <laughs> no one's going to see the backpack in the family. What event were we at that there were sweets being given out and you took a couple of extra because it was for the kids' lunch boxes? Not for the kids. Oh, for, for, for Friday their Friday treat. treat. Yeah, Friday, Friday treat. treat. Yeah, yeah, I did. But they were just there. So, But no, I agree. Um, 
I agree. And shout out to Maria. Hello, Maria. Maria loves an old Hi, pick Maria. and mix. Um, I do. I that's my attitude when it comes to the wedding money. I just think I'm uncomfortable people making a profit on it. Okay, so mm. two hundred, they're definitely making a profit, but one fifty, it's like my presence has been covered. Okay, yeah, it's not yeah. costing you money. You don't want to cost anyone money. And you have? Do you have this rule with Shane? Because this is what I do with um any boyfriend I've ever had. Mm. I I've only had two, but uh that know they're my boyfriends. But anyway, so I always say if it's my wedding, i.e. Mm. my person, I pay. And if it's your wedding, you pay. But that actually isn't working out because since I started going out with Fred, we've been to four weddings mm. with the fifth coming up now in a couple of weeks. Um, I mean, I just think I'm broke from them now. I need yeah, to, I need I, to I change under- the rules. Yeah, but I don't understand this because I'm like, are... His money and my money are is our money. Yeah. So I think I'm going to change the rules because to be honest, like, you know, at this stage of our lives, like I was just at the cusp where like Fred's friends are all married now. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's been and done. So I just think I need to I need to change the rules because. But like you mine are still you're living up. together. You're in long term committed relationship. His money is your just money. Split the money. Okay, but the money—it's not like splitting the money. It's just that's all the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I just—I don't understand. And like a friend of mine, I know who's married and keeping my finances separate. Well, my mother recently admitted that she never knew what my dad's salary was. They just did their own thing with their money. Yeah, but like, yeah, I kind of understand that. But like, it's. You know, you wouldn't I like, know oh, it's you your it's turn like to pay it. or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I think I think we're going to have to change the rules because it's just... And Fred's great like that. You know what I mean? He doesn't mind. This was a rule I had from mm. my previous relationship. This was our rule. Yeah. But I think I'm just going to have to update. Yeah, but you're like... You're so living together. It's all the same. So the confirmation, what are you thinking of putting in the card? Whose confirmation is it? My niece. Big shout out to Molly. Um... I'm reckoning 50. I was going to say 50. The kids say they wouldn't wipe their arse with a 20. Well, no, I couldn't give her a and 20. And you know, then you give the 50. two. I was going to say the two 20s, you're like, why didn't you fucking round it up? That's what I, you know what I mean? Sometimes you've got to, I'll have to go get the fucking card, you see. Okay, yeah. Do you know? So if we factor that in, maybe 45, just put a Yeah, well, ha- I haven't eaten yet today, so there. I'm going to fleece the place on the food anyway. Of so. course, hopefully there's a pick and mix. Yeah, I, uh, I went to Ikea yesterday. Yeah. And went for a couple of bits and, of course, lost my phone and my keys, uh, which is not like me. See, you were saying to me, exactly, this is, a, you were saying like Ikea and whatever, but like, to me now, you are the last person that should be in Ikea. Um, yeah, unsupervised. Yeah, I just imagine that it's just absolute mayhem. Well, you see as well, like, because they just, you go in for a couple of jars and, like, you have to walk through the fantasy. Bunk, like, buying bunk beds. Yeah. But, like, just like, oh, well, they're a very good value and they're lovely. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, because they sell you the fantasy. You know, all mm. I wanted were a couple of Kelkin jars. That's all I wanted. 
But like you, you know, you just they you just sell you the thing. dream. They nah. sell you the dream. But look, I was really happy with what I got. I got a load of plants. I got a little table for a tenor. Why'd you get plants? Just so you can fucking watch them die? I do like plants. I think they're good. Because the girls I lived with before were great for the indoor what plants. plants and I think them? it's it's lovely for the headspace to have a few plants. Um, I have a couple of cacti as well. Okay. Well, um, which are handy. Well, I mean, I have another few. I'm already fretting that they're going to die. But I did treat myself to a tiny little watering can. And I actually woke Fred up last night. I was like, look at my watering can. And I think he thought it was a euphemism. But I was like, no, it's an actual red watering can. Like, it's so cute. And then I got a fun rug. Got a couple of frames. All that kind of crack. I got a few boxes for Fred's stuff. And because I'm like, we have to clean out your bin bag. Mm. Like, Fred is still living out of a bin bag. And we moved into this house in October. And every now and again, he comes and he says, have you seen my... Melodica, my melodica, and now he will wake you up in the middle of the night asking you, "Have you seen his melodica?" Which again is not a euphemism. He's speaking about an actual melodica, and I'm like, "It's Thank either in your God. cardboard box you or it's in your bin bag." Because you are boring the shit out of me, Emma. <laughs> this is what you've become now. But I lost, I, I lost tangents. my phone and my For key. I lost my phone and my keys yesterday in Ikea and the guy said to me do you know where you left them and I just said in fucking Ikea come on you and I both know there's no retracing your steps no no absolutely none and like then we were both going through my trolley to try Mm. to you know like you know like a 90s thriller like just to try to piece together my trajectory and you know a couple of plates couple loads of plants I mean it was just welcome to Welcome to the jungle. Anyway, so look, um, and then he was like, yeah, I don't know what the procedure is. Like, you know, I don't know, should I say it to the supervisor? Because is that kind of making a big deal out of it? And I was like, well, it is my phone and my keys. And then he was like, maybe you could ring someone. And I was like, but I don't have a phone. And then he was like, well, look, if you want to head home and if it turns up, I was like, but I can't get home because I don't have my keys. So then he got it. He just had this moment. He's like, it is actually in this situation, it is worth informing the supervisor that we're missing phone and keys. So then lovely people in Ikea, they rang um, the office upstairs. But I, And you know what, <laughs> what did annoy me? We went to the information desk and the girl mm-hmm. at the information desk was like, um, my little buddy, you know, you're making the chit chat. It's like, so how are you? Like mm-hmm. that long walk to the information desk. And how many people work here? 700. Wow. Um, and then we went up to the information desk and your man was like, did anyone hand in a phone and keys? And the girl is, um, the girl starts to look in all the presses. She's like, no, actually nobody did hand in a phone or keys. I've been here all afternoon. I was like, Why? Have you put me through you rooting through drawers and presses when you knew that nobody had handed you a phone or keys? I mean, why would you do that? Anyway, so look, obviously, um, obviously she's out to get me. So then we rang upstairs and the phone mm. and the keys were upstairs. So we went upstairs, got the whole inside track with Ikea, saw okay. the office space, all the rest. And then actually quite cryptic, I said, oh, people are lovely, aren't they? Because obviously somebody had handed my keys and my phone. Yeah. And then the lady who was with, who works at Ikea, says, said, some people, some people are lovely. 
much. I just wanted to explore more, but I also just wanted to get out of IKEA. So you're really lifting the lid on fucking IKEA and what's going on in there and yeah. the dynamics. But uh, it's the uniform they make them wear is horrendous, isn't it? Yellow and blue stripes. Well, I mean, oh all God. uniforms are pretty shit, aren't they? They deserve better than that. I think. Oh, yeah. I get it. You're Swedish. We get it. We get it. We get it. But just, now at least it's not, you know, it is a vertical stripe, which I suppose is a bit better. Um, Did an Irish gig on Friday. Ian, mm. hi to Ian. Ian gave me, disturbing enough, Ian, Ian's pockets were full of cream eggs. So he was handing them out, um, oh, nice. handing them out to random women. So he did give me a cream egg for you, but I mean, obviously, it goes out saying I ate it. Like that was Friday. Uh, yeah, Come on, Ian, to. please. Um, so yeah, Ian, th- shout out to Ian. Thanks for listening. Uh, do we have any other shout outs? Um, well, actually, Sam Evans, he was the one that got in touch with me and. One of his suggestions was Princess Diana. So only for him saying it to me. And a couple of people actually were on to me about the whole um, poo gate and felt felt the pain. A lot of people were really disturbed about poo gate. Mm. I didn't realise it was gonna be we were gonna be such trendsetters. I know, I know. So there's a book in it anyway. Uh, it's definitely a chapter. So I've been talking to Gail, so hopefully now that will be... Uh, for Christmas? For Christmas, Oh, yeah. nice, yeah. Just um, a kind of coffee table. Do you know what I saw there? Is Neil Delamere, um is he advertising Northern Ireland these days? Is that what's happening now? I don't know, is he? I don't I see this. so. He's doing a Discover Northern Ireland. But he's not from Northern Ireland. No, he's not. But he does a lot of stuff up there. He I don't does know. a lot of stuff up there. I'm sorry, I'm just getting distracted by I my neighbour there the on her bike. the size of that cat. Oh, that's oh my a great, God. That's a great cat. Yeah, it's a that good cat. That cat is as big as the child. It's like well, the no, the she's small. She's only three. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. If we factor in her height. Yeah, yeah. But he, she's the size bike. of um the wheel. Is she? She's a nice little cat now. Yeah, she is. Yes, yeah. it's very distracting, isn't it? Um, um, no, I've just been living my life. Um... But uh, yeah, I've just been living my life. I've I've gone to shops as well, and I've lost my keys and stuff like that. But but what you're saying is you don't want to talk about it on a comedy podcast. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I was ask. interested in Neil doing the advertising now for Northern Ireland because I'm just like, well, if you if you're not from there and you don't live there, like that's like it's kind of like me saying, come to Lebanon. I've heard I it's know. lovely. I haven't been myself now. I've heard it's a lovely place to I go. Know, I, I don't know. Uh, has he holidayed there? We need I know, to he see. does do a lot of work up there. Well, as, sorry, do that sounds like charity. It's like up there. He's, James Doran is who they should get as well, though. James Doran? Neil is fantastic. Like, obviously, Neil. But is it James Doran is the guy from Fifty Shades? Doran? Yeah, sorry, James, James Doran is my dad. Jimmy Doran is Emma's dad. Yeah. Okay. But I always call him Eddie. Like, he's an Eddie to me. Yeah, but isn't that his name? Jamie? Is it James Dornan? Is that's your man from Fifty Shades? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He'd be a great one as well. Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a dish, isn't he? Did you ever dream of being a perfect Wakefield twin? Let us show you what a terrible idea that is. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And on Double Love, we take you through the strange and terrifying world of classic 80s teen book series Sweet Valley High, book by book. Join us every second Thursday for a new episode.
Okay, Princess Di. And it seems to me. Uh, yes. <laughs> 31st of August, 1997. Died. Yeah. Do you remember where you were? Just before we went back to school. I don't remember where, where I was when I heard the news, but I just remember we went and shut down for the funeral. Oh, like yeah. mom and my aunties got the cakes in. The tea was just, oh, was it? We actually had a lovely day. It's just crazy sitting in the same think room. about it. Ken, we got the sponge out. Loads yeah. of tea. I suppose it's on the level of... Loads you of... Know, very sad. Very sad. Boys, yeah. Because when... Um, obviously, we were talking about MJ the other week. Hee <laughs> uh, it hee! It's that kind of megastar. Like, I know different kind of star, but it's that kind of megastar. Like, I remember calling into my friend Carolyn and because we were on we weren't in school we were on holidays and um, not for long though mind you and she was like watching Sky News like and you knew something no, was no, up no no I think it happened at night anyway but, like they had all the coverage like fucking round. they've only just stopped covering yeah Princess Diana on Sky yeah. News and she was like in floods of tears like Red face, you know, like the puffy red face when you've been putting in the time but on the why? cry. Okay, can I just ask, why was everyone, why did everyone react in such everyone, a personalised way? Everyone, why was lost everyone walk? Everyone their lost their fucking I think minds. it was just decades of repression. This was our moment to, to just express emotion. I just it was yeah. everyone lost their shit. I know, it was insane. So let's I mean, obviously, girls are saying sad, but like, oh, very sad. Like, just even that, you know, the a young mother, and uh, like, she was only thirty six. Yeah, like that's a bit fucking scary for us now, the way we're at. But if you, you know, a young, uh, a young woman with two sons dies in a tragic accident, that is sad. Like, you know, that's. I love the way you're telling me how to feel. No, I, but I am. <laughs> of course it's sad. I'm, I'm, no, but I'm just clearing it up for anyone who thinks we're completely fucking dead inside. Like, that's sad. Regardless of who that person is, where they come from, whatever. Why if you're, Why have you written a post-it note that's sad? <laughs> it's like just reminding yourself to but say this every now and again. The world that's lost sad. its fucking mind. So let's talk about this. So Diana, who was she? Where did she come from? What did she do? So unlike, say, Kate and Megan nowadays, back then, if you were going to marry, if the royal was going to get married, it had to be somebody with a little bit of, couldn't just be fucking an actress. A bit of something, yeah. So her parents, her dad was a Viscount, not the Biscuit. Like the biscuit. Well, but of not course, the biscuit. her family were proper aristocrats. Sure, yeah, that and the then thing with the royals is that they're just a bunch of Germans, really. Yeah, and then you see, he became later. Then he became the Earl of Spencer. Yeah, so that's why she became Diana Lady Spencer. That's not actually her second name. It's not actually. It's just they got the title right. They got engaged in 1981. Diana and Charles and there was like um, a 16 year age gap between them mm. and it was all it was all kind of pretty fast the whole thing like they got engaged and then like the wedding was happening it was all they hadn't well, really known each other for that long of course she was chosen but he had been seeing Camilla like he was madly enough with Camilla from day one wasn't he really oh yeah yeah but the queen were like the, the queen and Philip oh like, yeah well no, no, I no, suppose no, no. Yeah, well, maybe we'll talk about that. So, 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at the ridiculousness of it all. So in 1995, that's when she, in November 1995, that's when she did the Martin Bashir interview. We mentioned this in another podcast, didn't Well, because we? I think we were talking about him because he did a big interview with Michael, didn't he? Yeah. And we did talk about that. The episodes. So uh, just because when you mentioned Camilla, I was like, oh, Hannah, I need to talk about this now. So for anyone who hasn't seen this interview, it was mega. Absolutely mega, wasn't it? And it's still on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing. And Diana, so she like says that she, she did have training and stuff for her, like public speaking or whatever. And she, throughout the interview, she does this thing where she kind of tilts up. Yeah, tilts her yeah. head down so she can look up. And it's all like kind of little puppy dog eyes and whatever. And they get onto the subject of Camilla. And she says, well, there was three of us in this marriage. So it was a little bit crowded. There were three of us in this marriage. So it's a bit crowded, really. Yeah. So he was having an That's affairs. what we call 90s comedy, by the way. That yeah. is a mic Now, at moment. this point, so November 1995... They're not divorced at this stage. No, when just she's separated. saying all this stuff, yeah. and she's also saying as well, like she's taken it as her opportunity to defo throw a bit of shade. She doesn't know. Uh, she doesn't really have confidence around his ability to become king. Oh yeah, it's totally throwing shade. Like she's going for it, and then when she's asked about, you know, does it make you sad the fact mm. that you won't be queen? She comes out of course with the line. Well, you know, I've always thought of myself really as a queen of hearts. And then people really This yeah, is what's this is what's interest, interesting because at the time people just went to town on that quote, like yeah, really ripping yeah. the piss. And of course then when she died, it was all like, you know, rest in peace, Queen of Hearts. Yeah. So like when I when I uh, slip into the void, it'll be like the way Emma just slagged me there with my phone <laughs> and my keys. <laughs> You know, you I'm will too always, hot. always I'm find your phone and keys in heaven. Like, just you will, you know, people will. <laughs> I'm really... being bitchy because I'm too hot in this fucking wall. I'm just like, yeah. But yeah, so they're not even. Div- and she's totally fucking. Double wall is an actual contraceptive. You know that, don't <laughs> know, you? Like know, sperm yeah. can't get through. So then, after that whole interview, there was letters between the Queen and Charles and Diana, whatever, and sit-down meetings and like, okay, it's time for you to divorce and they needed to get permission to do that and everything. And of course, that would have been, you know, we talked about this with Sophie Tuscantaplanti as well, like the idea that divorce was just legalised in mid-90s Ireland. Now, obviously, England wasn't as big a deal, but it was Mm. a big deal for the royal family to get divorced because they were representatives of the Church of England. Oh, oh yeah, big stuff. So it was huge. So, Diana, I suppose, was causing real problems for them. And she spoke then openly about her depression, bulimia, bulimia self-mutilation. She, so, she said like she would have cut her legs and her arms. Um, and then kind of, you know, biographers and stuff. Like, So, she did loads of interviews and there was books. But she also recorded herself and then there was phone tapping and all that shit. But they're like, their kind of conclusion on it is borderline personality disorder. But 100% because there was a guy, um, because he actually died recently, there was an older man that she was seeing. Now, they had a very brief fling. Yes. But she 
I mean, the only I, you know, I don't. It's it's maybe a bit of a harsh word to use, but she hounded him. I mean, mm. she proper stalked him to the point that they had to actually block all these calls that were coming from the royal palace. So he died only last year, but yeah. his whole family were like, you know, he did obviously engage in this brief fling with her, but her response was above and beyond yeah. but I mean obviously she was a very troubled person so I think I think that's what you see people people didn't really talk about that at the time I th- my general feeling of Princess Diana when she was alive and like you know kind of for the next few years after she died about her stories about like depression bulimia is people were like, oh God, it's so amazing that she can be like the luckiest woman in the world and feel sad. People, yeah. I don't think people actually day. got like what, a, like how bad, how badly she, her health was. I think that people didn't, you know, people didn't actually read that. She looked grand and she was pretty, so she was fine. Serious mental health problems that need to be addressed. Big style. And people like when were she like, was God, pregnant. imagine that she thought she was fat and she yes. was actually thin. Like people were not computing that the this, full extent of it. Exactly. Even though she was, she was saying it and she was being open about it. And when she was pregnant, she fell down the stairs. Had to go to hospital, obviously, and everything was fine. But then she later admitted that she had thrown herself down the stairs. Mm. Was that with Harry or William? Harry. I think it was with Harry, yeah, because I think the affairs were really cranking up. So he had Camilla on the go, but she later said that he had had an affair with his personal assistant, uh, Twiggy. But she had had And that she'd aborted well, his child. Yeah, stage. so she, she had been with Hewitt and the Queen had written to the both of them um, saying that she was very disappointed about both of them and their behaviour and the affairs and everything. And like literally every day the Queen must have been like, sake. I'd say her hand was fucking aching the amount of letters she was writing. Do you know what I mean? All the letters. That's probably what she does. That fountain pen would have had to... <laughs> that cartridge would have had to be fucking topped up. Poor dear. You. It's not like... You'd, Once a week. You'd think that like her right arm... I see, I don't know. Would she be right-handed? Would be like really beefed up compared to the left one. The amount of letter writing she's doing. But um, oh god, you know you just saying that oh, we were watching the in betweeners the other night. Yeah. Did you know this thing about giving yourself a dead arm when yeah, you're you when you're your engaging hand. in self-love? Yeah, yeah. How did I never discover this? I so we're watching know. this, and Fred is like actually I think it's gonna have an accident. He's laughing so hard. Oh, it's yeah, like he yeah. knows what's coming. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. what's going on? But your man's giving himself the dead arm. Yeah, yeah. And the parents come in. Oh, but I just was like, I've never. So just you talking there about the queen and her dead hand. Yeah. God. You and Freddie watching the in-betweeners. For a minute. That's nice. Uh, Yeah, so she was just fucking right. Basically, she needed to get on. Uh, Maeve is speaking, typing, and learn how to fucking type. Stop being a lazy bitch. Yeah, it saved her a lot of time. But I think that, like, she, I, I'm sure, I've I no doubt, Diana, she watched, um, the interview. No, she watched fucking, you know, what's the Dynasty. one? Dynasty, murder. She wrote, murder. She wrote exactly, and that whole typewriter buzz at the t- at the start. And of she's it. like, it's never gonna catch how, on. Like. Couldn't she have, like, I mean, that could have been inspiration for her, for fuck's sake. Um, but I think that with Diana, yeah, I think that she was very troubled. I don't think 
she was the angel that the media sought to portray like after her untimely demise you know what I mean no. like, I and think you see all the charity work obviously was helped. not an easy person no I think she was quite difficult but probably you know at, on the other the flip side of what it what came first needed, the chicken or the egg needed like, proper yeah. help or whatever and was thrown into a horrendous situation yeah uh, so nine, like just like all the charity work um, even like in at the end of the 80s she was president for Great Ormond Street uh, like the board or whatever and then she was really one of the first to raise awareness about HIV and, and landmines and landmines she's the landmines well we all saw the the rig out for the landmines was like that's very white white pants white top she means white business white top white shirt cream trousers yeah perfect attire for heading out on landmines Spent a lot of time picking up babies and kissing them, that kind of shit, which is always going to be good for the PR. But 90s and AIDS was huge, and a lot of people... She'd go out and meet people who had AIDS and kiss them and drug addicts. And, like, a lot of charities that weren't, at the time... Uh, cool, Cool, hip, glamour, funky, whatever. Yeah. I mean, Children's Hospital, mwah. I mean, that's a safe bet. Everyone. The AIDS was a big one. The AIDS was a big one. And the landmines as well. Yeah, but the, the AIDS definitely. The landmines, but I think the, the AIDS thing was huge because it sounds ridiculous to say it now, but there were a lot of people in the 90s. First of all, people didn't have information about AIDS. There yeah. was a lot of misinformation. And there were a lot of people in the 90s who honestly thought by holding someone's hand kissing them being physically near them yeah. you could get AIDS yeah yeah there was a like I mean I, it sounds ridiculous now but I mean this is not that long ago and oh, when Diana yeah. was, was going around fear. kissing holding hands this was insane like it was yeah. huge yeah but then so like real fear you have to say yeah fair play to her but she even said herself in a laughy way when somebody asked her about her charity work and how important it was to her she was like well what else have I got to do with my time and started yeah. laughing so you know what I mean what else was she going to do yeah um, but obviously we have to not, oh, sorry like fucking take a shot every time I say fucking obviously right anyway <laughs> There was the downsides to it and people said, oh, the press, the press, the press. But they did fucking hound her. In 1993, the Mirror Group basically published, <laughs> I said it again, published pictures of her in a gym. So she's in the gym working out and she's wearing a leotard and cycling shorts. And they take, like, first of all, it shows how much further we are on now that nobody would think it's a good idea to exercise in a leotard. Yeah. I mean, it's just making the undercarriage sweatier than is necessary. And then the cycling shorts on top. I mean, ridiculous. Well, it was still kind of that um, Jane Fonda buzz, was it? Yeah, yeah. 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 So they got pictures and then they're... Also, I remember that at the time we just couldn't get over in Ireland that people went to gyms. Yeah, it was, like, it was. It was pretty glamorous. Like, oh, that's the, gym. The, that's the gym bag. All right. Okay. So oh, you right. go to this yeah. building and you simulate walking. Wow. That's insane. So I think, especially after the divorce was final, they were just like... She's up for grabs. You're fair yeah. game now. Yeah. But because of her her uh, spawning heirs, she was still considered a member of the royal family. Um, but like by the queen, not just like, oh, you know... 
and her title, but her title did change. Yes. So be first she was your Royal Highness and then it changed to Diana's Princess of Wales. The Queen wanted her to keep her title because I suppose the connection with the sons, she's like, well, she's the mother of, you know, probably That's the future king. But I, I'd say she wanted to keep it all. Yeah. You know, we can't have the... We can't have the future king's mother not being a royal highness or whatever. Uh, uh, Charles was adamant that it'd be changed. And then there's uh, stories that William said to his his mom. He said, don't don't worry, mommy, I'll give you your title back when I'm king one day. So real relatable stuff. I, do you know what actually, I I just read something relatively recently and it made Mm. me so sad. I think William was very much kind of he really wanted to mind his mummy yeah well, I think they both kind of said that that they obviously knew that she was uh, suffering suffering exactly and uh, they felt very protective of her and as you say wanted to mind her so um, very sad yeah very sad but how much did she make from the divorce do you want me to guess is this where we guess now? Yeah, let's do a guess, yeah. I'd say 100 mil. No, 17 mil. 17, one seven. Yeah, would seven. But this is 90s money. This is 90s. Which but is she, a billion now. So she got that lump sum, but then there was... The gaff. 400,000 a year. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So, but sure, she, she was only divorced and then a year later she died. So, so you know, so the car crash... Um, Dodie Fayed. Dodie Fayed was in the car and Henry Paul. So they're the three that died. But her bodyguard, Trevor Reese Jones, he survived. He was the only one who survived. So the tunnel was Ponte la Amala. I didn't Paris. know you spoke French. Yeah, fluently. Um, now, just can we just maybe clarify? Dodie yeah. Fayed, of course, was Diana's boyfriend. Yes, I don't think they were seeing each other that long. And his dad was, what was his dad's uh, name? He owns Harrods. Yeah. We'll just call him Mr. Fayette. Yes, that's And him. he owns Harrods. And of course, the big deal with Dodie at the time, what yeah. made him a controversial boyfriend, again, we're talking the 90s, yeah. bringing it back, was that he was Muslim. Muslim, yeah. And Diana had a huge falling out with her own mother. Yeah, so and he the was royal kind of quite a party boy and stuff He was as very well. much, there was a lot of pictures of them yachts, on yachts, etc. wasn't there? And pr- which, which I think kind of makes it all the more tragic, really. But she, he was a bit of a party boy. So they'd kind of been on an extended holiday for weeks before her death. So it was yeah. very much like kind of, you know, island hopping, etc. And her mother actually, in their last phone conversation, said that she would never speak to her again for as long as she was with yeah, Dodie. Yeah, so it was thought that she was estranged from her mother when she yeah. died, but had actually become quite close to her stepmother. Her, her the stepmother was yeah. a very interesting character. Yeah. So the mom, the mom had been she completely She was a bit of a goer, the stepmother. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a party girl. So, um, yes, she... You know, three of them died, only once more. But obviously, this was, this blew up. And I think the thing was, there was lots of photographs with her and uh, Doji and stuff. But I don't think they'd actually been together that long. And I don't think it was actually that serious a relationship. 
But um, in February 1998, I'll go back to the funeral and all that, but um, Mohammed Al-Fayed, Dowdy's dad, he basically said that he felt that it had been planned. And yes. That, um, M16 planned the basically the murder. And there was an inquest that went on from 2004 to 2007. Because uh, it was the whole thing about the driver mm-hmm. that he was drunk and erratic driving, and then there was the erratic driving because the paparazzi were following uh, following them and all this kind of stuff. But then uh, Mohammed kind of let that drop, and he just said like he was only just trying to find out stuff for her sons mm-hmm. because it's only him and the sons, you know, that are really are that closely connected to them anymore. Um, the funeral, sixth of September was televised 32 over 32 million people watched it in England at its peak time mm-hmm. so it's one of the you know biggest ever things to be watched and obviously it was shown all over the world um everyone was tuning in as we're saying Elton John was there singing and I think the big one was now actually the day before the funeral the queen did a live tribute to Diana because there, she was under huge pressure yeah. to speak up and I think she, you know, she, she was waiting was a while a and then I was like you better fucking say something and I think she referred to her as Queen of Hearts yeah I mean she must have I don't know nearly thrown must up must have killed her yeah yeah, yeah. she still goes <laughs> she her did say I think she did immediately following up with I'm sorry but there is some vomit in my mouth can I please have some water thank you Philip yeah, Philip, so um, apart from on the day of the funeral, Elton John, loads of celebs. Of course, Diana's brother. That was the big thing. That's what thing. I was going to say. So one of his comments was, he said, she proved in the last year that she needed no royal title to continue to generate her particular brand of magic. And then he clicked his fingers. Yeah. Bit of a snap. Shelter action. I mean, it was kind of insane. I don't remember really hearing anything about the brother before this. And then all of a sudden he was front row center. Um, but the sheer anger, though, I remember that just the anger emanating like, off him. As if Charles and the Queen had actually killed her. Well, he did. I remember he did. Hands. It was, you know, he completely, I mean, he tore the royal family to shreds in that speech. And he also tore the press to shreds because remember he had that quote where he said, you know, it is fitting that Diana was named after the goddess of hunting and she was hunted to her death. That's a mic drop moment. <laughs> he really... Like, drop the mic he moment. He really went with it. So I think at the he start... He was like, people, this is my chance. People... Uh, no, I don't think anyone liked him, but I think the press were interested in him because they're like, right, we'll get a bit of info off him and, you know, people will will read this, watch it, be interested. But I think there came a point, I think, when the layer of immediate grief lifted for people who felt that way about Diana, I think people were like, oh, he's a bit of a... Something a bit creepy about him. Just well, cashing in on this. Yeah, I think my you auntie know? actually, she's mad for the royals. And she went to um, the Spencer residence. You know, they do tours and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a bit... Oh, yeah, he had his own... in, yeah. yeah. But um, Ger actually met him and um, said something like, very sad about Diana or something. Mm. Um, this is a couple of years ago. He said, oh, yes. 
walked away. So what I'm saying is they're friends. Okay, okay. yeah. She's mates with them. Um, but yeah, no, he he did he did court the publicity a little bit, did he? I think there was just there was an air of a something. The fact that those tours are still happening, it's all yeah. a bit unseemly. Goodbye. <laughs> but um no, it's all about winners and losers in this game. Sorry, guys. Dry your tears. It's time to crunch some numbers. To crunch some figures. You know, Paul Burrell. Oh, God, he was the, the biggest butler. creep. She going. left him 80... The biggest 80,000 grand in, uh, in the will. But so he, he got was a few just, quid. He was such a strange, strange person. Something odd. Like, when you found it, he was... Obsessed with Diana. Yeah. I mean, his poor Obsessed. wife. I mean, just... I, I often, every second day, I think of Paul Burrell's wife. And I just think... What a soldier. Who died that week? Apart from Diana. Oh, God, I don't know. Tell me. Mother Teresa. Oh, funny. See, I mean... Nobody gave two shits. No, no. I mean... And even when Diana was but buried, she was holding a pair of rosary beads that Mother Teresa had given her. And, and that was, like, there, was an ar- there was an article, as a full page spread on the Ariana rosary Gra- beads. But as not Ariana Teresa Grande herself. would say, thank you, next, <laughs> thank you, next. I mean, by the way, I think, by the way, we all had our suspicions about Mother Teresa at that stage. Well, that's another day. Sure, she work, used isn't it? to go out. We'll definitely do her. But yeah, like, yeah. Sure, she used to go out like and just encounter like some poor man dying on the street, and he'd be like, "I'm grand here, thanks." She'd be like, "Ah, no, come on, you'll come back. Yeah, you'll come yeah. back to my place." And she just dragged these poor people off the street. I know. And just bring them. Like I'm sure she did some good work, but there there were a lot of kind of there were a lot of very dubious people um in regards to kind of how she commandeered like just these armies of followers etc. Yeah. And of course there was no regard to the religious practices of the people that she was bringing in who were probably I mean, Hindu or whatever. It's like ah oh, no look come on you'll come back and you'll die at mine. It's all like, it was like, just all a bit fucking. It's dodge. all madness and so <laughs> like. And the thing with Diana was, you know, so obviously you just have Sky News on a loop and they'd be like, they just had to keep pumping out the coverage the whole time. And they talk and like people lined the streets and you remember all the flowers and everything and people like, like consoling each other in floods of tears about uh, Princess Diana. And the outpouring was get, insane. They get Vox Pops from people and you get some guy coming like that. Yeah, you know, it's disgrace, disgrace. The press, the press is what what killed that. The press, the press killed that. Hunting her and all this crap. And then he walks off, and he's got a copy of the Sun under his arm. And you're yeah. like, yeah, you're either in or you're out. Like people can g- like give out about all this, it but is- they're all buying it. They all want to see the pictures. They all like they kept the whole thing going. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying I'm an innocent party of all this. I like the pictures as well. But we're all to blame. Well, I think you your shrine to Princess Diana in the attic is a bit much, if I'm honest. Oh, uh, well, look, it was in the hall. It was in the hall. It was in the hall. And I was like, okay, yeah. When we had the buggy and stuff before, I was like, this is all getting a bit crowded and stuff kept falling down. So I but moved it up to the attic. the candles aren't safe. 
No, but I got the, you know, I got the fake candles now. So I don't have to worry okay. about it. Because it was, was just concerned. one too many fires. Because the way you looked that window slightly ajar. Mm. Candle in the wind on so, repeat. It just was too literal. Seems like too my friend literal. bought that single but what did the and played it find? over and over again. It was like it was like it's unlawful. Nasty. They said unlawful. But what killing. about all the questions? Like they said, the driver was drunk and yeah. he was Muslim. He didn't drink at all. Like his family they, were like, this yeah. man has never touched a drop in his life. But he then they said it was his Muslim. erratic driving because he was trying to. Why weren't the cameras turned off in the tunnel? I don't know. We have to listen to Gordo. We need Gordo's and Tenny oh, are just going. Ning, 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 no, well, ning, Gordo ning. has an episode on Princess Diana. I haven't listened to it yet because I was busy listening to his Madeline McCann episode and his Michael Jackson episode. Those conspiracy guys. Um, but I mean, out. maybe I say I don't know. I mean, do people shit, want maybe, there to be a conspiracy? Yeah, I think they do. But I mean, there are there are suspicious circumstances around it all. But then, look, when somebody dies young in a horrific accident, we can't make sense of it anyway. Do you know what I mean? Mm, of course. Do you know? So I think, but yeah, something, possibly something fishy going on. I think it's just... Um, the only thing is, I do think, you know the way people like to throw out this thing of, oh, well, the royal family, you know, didn't want her marrying a Muslim. I think it was a bit early on in the ro- in the relationship for the royal family to be concerned about that. Yeah, to be sending out a hit. Do you know, that's why it doesn't really ring true yeah. for me. You see, I, I just, I, the whole thing, that like, don't get me wrong, I liked uh, Princess Diana when I was growing up and all that, but I suppose I'm so cynical about the whole thing now because she was basically Sinead O'Connor with hair and good outfits. Yeah. And in a different in a set of circumstances. Like, well, it's funny how people presumed just because she was good looking that she didn't need help. Yeah, yeah. People were kind of happy to. They're just like, oh, she's a bit sad. And like, oh, she's probably just kind of. It was more than that. It was, it was a lot more going on than that. Do you know what I mean? And do you remember? I remember she was like the first person I saw with fake tan. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 She was the first person. Like, she was a bit of a soldier for the fake tan as well. You know, yeah. the first person to lash on and not realise, oh, it develops. You know, mm. this kind of thing. With all being their sister. And, yeah, I mean, she wasn't getting no rig outs from Marks and Spencer. She was the first one to kind of, now it's common practice, but she was the first one getting Versace on board to do the outfits, all that. And then, obviously, after the divorce, the dress has got a bit sh- shorter and there's a bit more... Do you remember really that the interview in that red dress? Do you remember the red dress she wore? Yeah, oh yeah. my god. Bombshell she stuff. was like step one. Yeah. you know, cast aspersions on Charles's King. And then step obviously two out <laughs> as an adulterer. Step yeah. three, dust off the red dress, baby. Like yeah, she was There's obviously all the stuff about uh, you know, is Hewish uh Harry's dad. Because he had a f- an affair, he he was like the official. He worked with the royal family with their horses and all mm. that, the horse trainer. And then it's like, oh, there's all the speculation that is H- Harry his son because he is the spit of him. But it's like, oh, the affair happened after Harry, like that she didn't even know him at the time. Um, but but I think what I had heard, um. Where, who did I hear this from? This guy I was in college with, his dad was mm. in, I went to college with all these English toughs. His okay. dad was in the English army 
um, had some job, um, who knows, but actually mm. speaking of which, did you see Alan Partridge's take off of Sunday Bloody Sunday? You know when he puts on YouTube oh, yeah, songs and he yeah, oh, yeah. so oh, good. Only rewatched. Oh, when you have to get the car, you've got to wash the car. The kids are driving oh. you mad. Sunday, bloody Sunday! Oh, oh yeah. Um, but he stuff. said that apparently um, that Harry had been angling for a paternity test for years, and that mm. Charles was the one who was adamant that he shouldn't have it. Mm. That he, because you know the way Charles, I think, gets very vilified yeah, in the yeah, media. Yeah. But I mean, I have a bit of sympathy for Charles. You know, uh, yeah. I don't think he fucking had an easy time. But he, Philip, as your dad, oh my god! I mean, you can imagine. Yeah, and obviously Rough he enough. was in love with Camilla from day one and couldn't marry her, and that's where a lot of the problems stemmed from. So, but I don't, you know, I'm not saying he was an angel here either. But well, I, she's Diana said about him, I'd like that he just made her feel so inadequate, and um, yeah, and I think it was just the the mixture of but like, he couldn't give her what she needed or no. what she wanted, and he could not give her love because I don't think he loved her. Uh, I don't know. We'd have to ask him, wouldn't we? Well, I mean, he did look. If he, he might have had some feelings in love, but he didn't love her in the same way he loved Camilla. It's you quite know, a mad though now that he's obviously gone on to marry her and all that. Isn't it insane? And obviously, Diana, you know the bit about Diana confronting Camilla then as well. Oh, on the stairs. I think we yeah. talked about that. How did we talk about this? Did though? we do the royal weddings or something? Oh, we did. Yeah. We did, but we did, you know, the thing on the stairs. And can we yeah. see that's when you just think of those two kids? And like, ultimately, kids are kids, and you just think it doesn't matter if your parents are in the royal family or if they're standing on yeah. a street corner in Dingle fighting publicly. Like, just that feeling of withering, like, just on the inside. Yeah. But that story where he she was with the kids, and he was, uh, Charles was talking to Camilla, mm. and she told William and Harry, You wait here. And she went up like the three steps and basically read Camilla. She said, it, uh, you know, asked him, asked what was going on, etc. And Charles just did a legger. Fucking Charles. Oh. oh. But I think I do have a certain degree of sympathy because, you know, it comes back to the thing that you can't make yourself love someone if you don't. And he mm. might have had some, you know, feelings of affection or whatever, or, you know, some level of love. But ultimately, he could not give her what she needed. So it was just a toxic relationship from day yeah. one. And they had nothing in common. No. They had you know, nothing no in common, common interests. No. And she was a child. You, you can imagine a man in his 30s yeah, marrying like a teenager. What? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit insane. You wouldn't even it? speak the same language. So... I think obviously now it's a lot better for William and Harry. I mean, the whole establishment is a completely waste of time. Harry Hewitt, he is the image of he is the image of James, though, isn't he? But he then is. you see, he's the you could say he's very like his uncle. Yeah, he's yeah. He's also a ginge. I know, like he still Diana's has. Brother. Yeah, yeah, like this. I mean, you could this. Each, either side, you could say he looks. He looks like them. He looks like my Hewitt. thing was. At the wedding, at Kate, <laughs> Kate and William's wedding, mm. Harry did, he did kind of have the gatch of a West Curry footballer at that wedding. You know what mm. I mean? Like that was, that was the first time that I did think, oh, maybe, maybe you're not a royal Harry. Like he just was like, I'll sit in the kids' carriage. I'm happier yeah. there. 
but he, he he's coming to his own now well. though hasn't he oh yeah he's looking well the hair I mean Gorgeous. William and I mean their baby is just gonna be fab I mean who knows that royal blood does run thick I would think, I think but I mean Harry's the good other looking p- Meghan's good looking I know what yeah. you mean though who's to say if he is a royal who's to say <laughs> I how mean, the years will turn out we don't know Obviously, Fergie thought that she would benefit hugely from Diana dying. Didn't we but sure, of course, they'd had the falling out. I know, but it was kind of, and she, obviously, she was like, it was, you know, like she spoke about how she just felt like a chubby ginger next to But sure, Philip hated Fergie. Philip was the one who pushed Andrew for the divorce. divorce. But you know what a lot of people think is mm. that, you know, they have cohabited yeah, Andrew yeah, and yeah. Fergie for years. Yeah, yeah. So that it, a lot of people just presume that they just got the divorce, but that they're still together. Yeah, I think they are. Like, they've kind of gotten back but together and stuff. But they're two people. Like, they're an example of, they genuinely had a great connection. Yeah. You know, that was clear. You know, as against juxtaposing them with Diana and Charles, I mean, mm. it just really... D- but, yeah, no, that's my theory. I do think that they're still together eating shepherd's pie in their pyjamas. Just telling Philip, oh, no, fret not. Philip probably mustn't still have long divorced. left. Oh, Philip. Seems to me... You lived your life. life. So, like guys, if you could review us, that'd be great. Um, that would be brilliant. Please download as well because a casual listen just isn't enough, guys. What's your favourite Elton John song? Uh, Has to be Tiny Dancer. I'd have to. I'd have to think about that now. I wouldn't know off the top of my head. Tiny Dancer for me. Thanks for asking. Give us a bar. Um, blue jean baby. Oh no, what is it? LA lady seems just in the band. You know that one? Yeah. Um, and he wrote it for um, was it his wife at the time? Oh, this is more of it now, isn't it? I know this <laughs> is more of it. That's a whole other episode. I want to see the movie. That though. is a whole <laughs> other episode. Do you remember it was in that film? It's actually quite a good film, Almost Famous with Kate Hudson. Yeah, yeah. Tiny dancer. <laughs> on that that's note. My, um, that's just good to wrap it up on a high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so shout out as well to Ikea for finding my phone and my keys. Yeah. Can easily happen. And I did get my jars again. Thanks for asking. Nice jars. Anyway, okay. Thanks for listening. Please Thanks. review us. Please we'll download. Again, we no will doubt. chat to you next week. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Bye. it. God bless. God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.